Chef Ziggins going season up the tune now. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Wrap Up Podcast. We are on episode number 42. Um, this week, we're going to cover To Kill a Sunrise by Coda the Friend and Static Selecta. Coda the Friend being uh, 2020's best new artist, you know. Um, so, like every other week, we're going to pass it around and see what we've been listening to. So, I'll, uh, I'll let Kaylin start us off here. So, he's very eager to say. Um, yeah, a bit nervous, but we're ready to go. Um <laughs> Listen to a few bits actually. So I was bent into Outcast for the last two weeks pretty much. Listen to Quemini and Atlians because not only two of my favourite Outcast projects, probably two of my favourite projects, period. Uh, as for new music, I was fucking a bit with the Fig Mensa EP that came out. I think it's called One Tape. And uh, Ocean Wisdom, he dropped uh, a track, an album, sorry, called Stay Sane. Uh, I just kind of skimmed through it. A uh, couple singles as well. Reggie Snow dropped a track called Relax. I didn't really fuck with it, but uh, I'm not really sure if he's working on a project or what he's doing, but um, this one didn't really hear for me. He released Cookies, I think that was the name of the last track he dropped. That shit was alright, but this wasn't it at all. Um, on top of that, then I put this in the chat. Uh, Dark Skin, it's called. Yeah. Uh, track by Dende, Chris Patrick and Lakita Fallon I'm probably mispronouncing that but you get the idea, uh, really good track so nice vibe to it and yeah that's pretty much it other than fucking with a few tiny desks over the week that's all I've been up to Sick, Alex? Sick man um, yeah that, that track you, you sent in was, was sick man, the, I think the, the Dende track was unreal, I, I really enjoyed that um Myself, I listened to a couple of things. Um, so we went back to Stride by Jafaris. Um, really enjoy that. We really love that project. Some really good tracks on there. Listen to Little Sims, Lexamore. Um, listen to that track, actually. You know the track you sent in, Johnny? The Brockhampton and Danny Brown. I actually wasn't a fan of that. Yeah. Um, yeah it was okay. such a weird, weird vibe. I don't know what you think, Kayla. I just, it was just strange, strange yeah. track kind of the same Danny Brown's one of them for me I, I, he's someone that I really wish I could listen to but I just can't get into <laughs> that's fair um, listen to um, Any She Dropped a track called Same Old really good track um, I also actually mentioned the, the group Paytas Coyote the last, the last, on the last episode the, the track um, Get Sun they actually actually announced the project after I think they released that the, so the Choose Your Weapon album back in 2015 I believe and they announced a project um, titled um, Mood um, Valiant, which is going to be released in June 2025 this year. So that's definitely a project I'm looking forward to. Kind of like an R&B jazz type of, of feel with some electric ele- electrical elements, electrical electronic elements, which is which is pretty sick. Um, went back to just just you know like just tracks here and there from like um, Slow Ties Project, Tyrone chip snakes and ladders i also skimmed a couple tracks off that ocean wisdom uh, project as well like you mentioned kaylin and listened to chris patrick's as well there from from the heart volume to really enjoy that project so just a bunch of different tracks from different projects and then obviously our boy coda as well so that's me johnny sick um yeah all right listen to uh went back to uh jay huss's project big conspiracy um it's been a while since I've heard it. Uh, went back to Wesley Joseph's four singles for a lot of it. <laughs> um, uh, me and Alex were watching the music videos to a couple of them during the week, and yeah, they're just really good. Uh, listen to the Giveon album uh, again. <laughs> was, uh, I, I just think it's very easy to listen to. Very nice, chilled out kind of stuff, and pretty much what I want to uh, want to be doing. And I went back to a lot of my old fr- uh, old playlists, ones from like first and second year, and it was kind of, it was fun because there's a lot of songs in them that I still really enjoy, but there's also, <laughs> there's also a lot of songs in them I'm like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck was I listening to? Um, and that was kind of fun. It was just fun to be like, I used to, I used to be like sending these to friends being like, oh, this shit is unreal. Um, like listen to this and then I, I listen to it there and be like man what the fuck was I doing um, but you know we live and we learn that's what it's all about So you converted to hip hop um, G and then your life changed 
No, it was hip hop. <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> it was hip hop, yeah. Ah, I see. Um, uh, you get a lot of good stuff in hip hop, Alex, but you get a lot of fucking shit, dude. <laughs> oh, for sure. Facts. So, um, we, we won't yeah, name, name any names. <laughs> to, yeah. Full, uh, full, yeah, I won't say anymore, but that's what it is. So, we'll uh, give a big bit of background on these two gents here. So, um, Avery Jones, who is Coda the Friend, we did his uh, project Everything last year. Um, so it's the second album we're doing by him now. Um, American rapper, singer, songwriter, and uh, producer as well. Born in New York, uh, Brooklyn. Um, the man's busy. Uh, like, what's he's released? The He released twice this year already. Lyrics to Go Volume 2. At the, it was kind of throwaways with YouTube beats at the start of the year. Um, I enjoyed it. I think you boys did too, um, from what I can remember. That was uh, good. Yeah, did the same last year, Lyrics School Volume 1. I didn't really listen to it and then everything. So he, he, he releases quite a lot. Um, and for the most part, he's generally like pretty consistent. Nothing like crazy different or anything, but it's just very chill background listening so far. Um, and then our boy Static Selector. He's a, I think he's a producer name that most people would know. Just, I think people know of him. I wouldn't really know that many tracks he's been on. I probably do, but I wouldn't like be able to pick pick out what he's been on. Mm. But I would have known his name. Um, he's an, also obviously an American producer. Um, he's also a radio personality, which I didn't know, from Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, he's the founder of Show Off Records, a record label I don't know about, um, and. Uh, yeah, he formed the hip hop group in 1982. Terminology, so it is called. So things I I just don't didn't know about the man, but um, yeah, fairly busy producer. Anyway, I, I like I'm guessing both of you are, are very familiar with him. Anyway, um, and yeah, that's really all I'll I'll, I'll say about the two the two men so we'll start off this project to kill a sunrise and first track is wolves so alex i'll let you give us the sick bro. to start it off sick bro yeah like yeah this track was pretty decent i felt um very mellow um i think he kind of wrapped his ass off in this one um yeah pretty decent um overall some nice lines um so yeah like some of the lines that stood out for me verse one was before you even tweet it i'll say thank you for the streams my son's schooling worth more than your whole future so keep um so keep those twitter fingers going and keep on running um my views up my views up i, I for me like coda's just so like we, we think something i like about him is just like he's able to flex but it's like it's so humble at the same time if that makes sense like you're not like oh he did that he said that line but it's like it's like saying it out of love in a way and he's just like i don't really care what you're saying kind of thing which is cool um yeah. so he's able to do that really really well and then verse two um he's like um swore i was a rookie i took his queen um with the bishop people always coming at my sideways king um king um you niggas pawns um, i'm with hove and nas controlling the board just that like kind of just playing on playing on like the whole chess theme and stuff is really is really sick and then i think the production was pretty good for the most part i feel like um it got a little bit too repetitive for me towards the end um i think it would have been better if there was a little bit more variation because it had he had three verses it would have been better if he had a little bit more there was a little bit more variation um with with the sounds it was kind of mainly flutes and the boom bat drums the whole way through and at, I, at some point i was just like i wish there was just a little bit more variation and i thought the hook the hook was pretty decent as well for the most part so that's me wait what, what are you saying Caleb? sick yeah uh almost identical um yeah kicking it off with some drum kicks and flutes uh thought production was good but as you said it did get very repetitive um i think it was simple but with kota he works well with simple mm. um <clears throat> opens it up with some wordplay as well he opens up with some basketball wordplay first quarter we attacking the basket i'm living life in a moment because it's ashes to ashes i got durant focus i'm in competition with myself uh so he's giving shout out there to kd kevin durant who's also he plays for the brooklyn Nets, so that's a shout out to his home team i'm guessing um as he said like he comes in with confidence but that's what it is like when he brags it just comes across as confidence and kind of a self-appreciation as it does more than being mm. cocky but it's just it, it's just something about his aesthetic the way he, the way he delivers his own confidence i like it 
And uh, as you said, he is quite a humble person. He's hard to hate. Um, yeah, I thought as well, the one you mentioned there, he keeps that wordplay and applies it to chess the next time with them bars. Uh, wordplay isn't really something that you'd associate with Coda. He kind of, as I said already, the simplicity of just lyrically, he's quite simple. And the beats he has are quite simple, but he does it extremely well. So having some wordplay mixed in his verses, I think his verses were really strong in this. Um, yeah, it was a good start. I like this one. Sick, Sick yeah. I'm kind of the same as both of you. Very boring, <laughs> what I'm saying. But um, yeah, the beat's nice. Very summery to kind of match the the title of the album, I suppose. Um, but also the same thing. It gets, it does get very repetitive towards the end, um, especially since it's such a like a a beat that stands out almost. Um, I think the hook is pretty decent on this, even though like, the cadence is quite similar between the verses and the the hook as well. But I still think it works. Um, I also wrote wrote down the line that you mentioned, Alex, with the with the chess um, wordplay and whatnot. And you know, boys, chess is popping off these days. So he's he's just down with the kids. <laughs> he is down. It's making bank, he's, man. Uh, oh, chess is different. Chess is popping off level. these days. Do you watch that shit, The Queen's Gambit? Uh, I haven't no. Oh my god, that shit's hot. Watch that. Man, you should see like there's grandmasters streaming on Twitch all the time now, and I'm, <laughs> they're getting they're getting views. <laughs> oh, sure. Watch the space. Oh, man. Man, That's I'm, what Johnny's doing next. Yeah, man, you watch me become become grandmaster in chess here. Not even chess. It's just chess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's me. So um, we'll move on to the track hate, and Kalen says he finds it hard to hate. Uh, Coda, so I'll give it to him. <laughs> Lovely, nice little segue oh, there, John. You know uh, <laughs> Getting better at them. <laughs> yeah, no, I fucked at this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I fucked at this one. Um, re- the beat was on point. Got static, did his thing. And uh, it was an interpolation as well of rhymes like dimes, the MF Doom track off Operation Doomsday. So that alone is going to get it in my good books. Um, yeah, there's, again, I think. Kota comes across as a real confidence to him, uh, even opening up on verse one. The rap Banksy, I don't care how you paint me, it took a lot of negative energy to create me. Still, I flipped it to a positive quick. They be calling me the snare, how I'm following kicks. Like, he just comes through with that. It, it is a real, like, it's smooth. It's a real smooth confidence. Mm. But he gets away with it so easily. Like, he could keep doing it. I think a lot of his lyrics kind of fall into the background, but in this one, He's kind of taken the forefront and it, it works well. So, if again, I was a fan of this track. Uh, Simplicity, one of his best tools, and he kind of does it effortlessly, especially in the hooks. Um, this one, I think the hook was as simple as it gets. Like, there was not a whole lot of effort put into this at all, but I thought, <laughs> thought it did its job, kind of highlighted the verses more than the hook in this one. Sick. Alex? Sick, man. Yeah, for me, with this track, I've had a kind of mixed feelings more on my, on my end. I kind of felt that Coda stood out more than the actual production. Um, I feel like, it, yeah, the production wasn't, it was kind of, I just wasn't a huge fan. I wasn't a huge fan of it. I felt it was just a little bit too repetitive. Um, I think one thing that you mentioned, the verse one, that, that line you mentioned um, was was sick. Like he goes, um, I took a lot of energy, um, I took a lot of ne- negative energy to create me um, flip it to a positive quick they be calling me this now how, how I'm following kicks but that was really nice and then verse 2 kind of just touches on like going on holidays and just living his best life um, but I think for me it was just it wasn't I wasn't I, like compared to the last track it wasn't as 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 good for me I think the production let it down um, I think he he was his 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 ability his, his lyrical ability was there but then the production felt I just felt it was a little bit a little bit underwhelming but um, it was it wasn't a bad track. I can't call this track bad. Um, and I also thought the hook was just okay. I think it was a little bit too simple. And I don't know. It just it, this track didn't didn't hit didn't hit for me as as the last one did. Um, so that's me, Johnny. Cool beans. Um, yeah, kind of in between both of you. So I think uh, production wise, I kind of agree with Alex more. So it's it's a bit dead. It's not dead, but it's not. There's not that much happening in it. Um, the only thing is because it's not as noticeable it doesn't get as repetitive as quickly but it's not that interesting to begin with so it's the kind of (laughs) weird balance um 
I probably agree with Alex with the hook. It is kind of like, I don't know, there's just not much of a change there. It's just kind of, um, I know it's kind of the style he was going for, but it's just not a, much of a change. And I don't know if that's production's fault for just not really giving him enough to work with or if it's Coda just going with it. Um, it's kind of a, like, I, I think, well, just based off the first two tracks, in a way, lyrically, Coda's a lot better on this than like previous projects. Um, but it's kind of weird because he, he hasn't, beforehand, he's never really worked with a producer. So it's kind of weird to have that be the the issue kind of <laughs> I, I think he's always had either beats given to him or he builds them himself um but yeah i don't know i think it's okay it's i would probably be siding towards alex more than the new kaylin but i think it's just an okay track um i think like so far in the first two tracks it's it's static selected that's given me the sorry it's static selected given me the issue more than coda though um so yeah that's fair but yeah that's just that's just my thing so i'll uh take us into the next one the cold um so this is a much different sound to the to the second track the production's a lot more kind of upbeat um if you can say it that way uh and is different energy between hooks and verses which is I don't know i think it's nice to <laughs> to have a bit of variety um i don't think the hook on this track is that crazy or anything um it's 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 okay uh but again going back to production like it, it starts off really nice and whatnot in that beat but it just gets too too repetitive for me um i don't know what you're saying if you agree with the with the same kind of thing but it's the kind of i, I think i've said it before but like old school producers where they kind of get <laughs> they kind of get their four bar melody and then they just repeat the same thing and throw a couple of different things in, in and throughout but they don't really change it up enough um which is kind of the problem for me um but i don't know if you agree with that or not but uh, i'll go with you alex first yeah man i think for me i, I actually enjoy this track bro um i thought this yeah. this one the production was i felt it was just a huge step it kind of it was very full it had it had a lot going on. I know it was repetitive. I say here it was repetitive, but there was enough going on for me that I was still engaged. I think, for example, Sorry. like with the verses to let's say the verses to the hook, his cadence changed slightly, um, which was um, it kind of had it kind of had like a lazy type flow, but it kind of worked. Um, I thought the, the 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 just more than just the differentiation between the verses and the hook, just slight differentiation with the cadence worked super well. And I think as well, um, Coda then back that up you know help the production with his delivery and just some of his some of his wordplay and just his lyrics here um verse two um he goes a lot of people just focus on how empty the glass is income coming come aggressive ironically it's passive um i play my new shit but they still dissect my last shit hence we're dissecting his last shit as well or, or his his current shit as well um and then verse three dropping classics after classics stacking i'm um, stacking bangers like the lego childish higher high higher learning um i ain't go to college couldn't um couldn't read me because they couldn't see me through my eyelids just like you know he's just like as you said like johnny like i think for me the the the, the, the previous project we reviewed i didn't feel like he was lyrically as dense in 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 respect i think here he definitely shows that he actually has ability and for me anyway because i kind of new, newly listened to coda um since we since we listened like to his first project last last year um it just i think for me lyrically did a really good job and i, I just i just enjoyed the track i thought it was just really really good the hook was nice production more full it was repetitive but there was enough going on um for me to keep me engaged it was just really cool just the whole the whole the whole soundscape of it and kind of like the orchestral ambient type of vibe of the of the production worked super well with how he was he was he was rapping on on the on the verses so i actually really enjoyed this is one of my one of my favorites um on, on the project so far um sick so yeah caleb yeah cool uh i think this is probably the best track up to this point um probably the most complete in my eyes anyways uh the production i do i like the i like the production a lot i thought the violins were a great addition but i also do get what you mean i think it just felt long or something i don't know if it was repetitive but the track itself felt quite long even though i did enjoy it i did feel like this was a longer song um i thought coda's 
rap wise he absolutely killed it the first verse was very good um not only lyrically but his rhyme schemes are on point uh one part that stood out for me was towards the end of the verse verse all the soldiers on the Ave fall and something like the leaves in between we crack a laugh and remember how it be branching off because really they ain't got nothing for me hear a lot of people talk but ain't saying what they mean so like some of the wordplay again that we have from him just this time using trees as his wordplay after talking about green or weed so uh, he seems like uh, his pen game's a lot more on point here um, whereas last year it was very much just a feel good project mm-hmm. and it worked like the simplicity of it worked and it was a great summer album I think in this case he is showing a lot more of his uh, his ability with the pen so it's good to see anyways but um, yeah a really enjoyable track sick um, well since you're you're loving that one, Keelan, I'll let you take it off for the next track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have we become, boys? <laughs> Just give that a rest, man. <laughs> Johnny's not here, man. Uh, okay. Uh, the love, the love, the love. Um, yeah, this one, uh, much calmer, much more mellow performance, kind of with the same. It's weird. He has like them points of confidence throughout it, though, that actually almost come off as aggressive, just in comparison to how how much calmer everything else is. It's it's a weird one. Um, I think it's in verse two where he kind of stands out. Where he's like, yeah, 2011. I was working as an intern. Knew that was a lot. That wasn't lasting because I wasn't doing bitch work. Call me cocky. I was never taking shit from nobody. It's almost <laughs> like like it like in any other rap album we're reviewing, that is mellow, but when it's Kota, it's like, all right, man, this guy needs to chill. <laughs> like everything's so chill. And then that part just stood out for me. But uh nah, the song itself, it was a good song. I thought, um yeah, he's kind of opening up with the love that uh, kind of got him from where he was at the start to where he is now and then I think the third verse was probably the strongest um, just not uh, not that he did anything too different but kind of his um, the way he's looking at love because how many times are we reviewing fucking tracks that speak about love I think he manages to actually get some kind of uh, different angle on it where he's like uh, love is patient perseverance consideration deeper than appearance quick to air out the imitation bring out that your power and pushing you past your limitation taking you to your destiny and your libertation so it's he's taking a very alternative look on love and kind of the deeper meaning of it so yeah it's interesting so kind of making a track where I keep calling him a simple artist and he's taking a very simple theme with love. I think he actually managed to make this one quite different. So for that, I appreciate it. Sick. Alex? Yeah, man. Um, I think for me, it's kind of, I'm, I'm kind of mixed on this one. Um, I think for me, Coda, Coda does his thing. I think Coda, um, for the most part in this, um, I think, as you said, I, I can appreciate, like, um, for me, it's a very positive message for love and gratitude. Um, I think um, verse one, some lines that stood out. Some lines that stood out there was, um, "I come from, um, I come from people ravaged by war, post traumatic dis- um, discord, um, tr- trying harder not to, to to add to my to my wrongs. Hope the hope the hope the plague shadow pass my door. I thought that was a nice line, very realistic line. Um, and then verse two, um, I'm giving I'm giving it to, to to you broken and still you cherish and and want it." kind of, you know, maybe like to his fans and stuff, um, you know, bringing that hope. I think this this track was just really, really uplifting. Um, I felt for me, though, one thing I didn't really enjoy was the kind of the hook. The hook I felt was a little bit too simple. I think if we probably would have done yeah. a little bit more on that, would have been a, a kind of a better track. And also the production was just very strange. It had a similar aesthetic to the the, the track Hate. Um, it, it was, I think it was a little bit better, but it had that kind of that similar aesthetic with the piano sample and like the live drum kind of sequence, um, if you'd call it that. And yeah, I think the production slightly let it down for me. And I feel like, yeah, just, it, it, it could have been a, a lot better if the production just, it just, it was just a strange, it's just very strange production. I think Cody did a good job for what he was given, but at the same time, I felt like this track could have been a lot better. But lyrically, I think um, he did a really good job. And as you said, he just kind of took a simple concept and was able to really, um, I don't know, like, just just really, like, just, you know, have an interesting take on it, like you mentioned, Caelan. So, yeah, um, Johnny, what are you saying about, about this track? Sick. Um, yeah, no, I kind of agree 
with both of you. I'm just kind of agreeing with both of you all the time, am I? Um, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a nice topic. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what you mean, Kaylin. Though I think YG's take on love was pretty good. <laughs> so was Dutch belly. I know you weren't there for either week, so fair enough. You, 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 you didn't get to appreciate the real, genuine yeah. love that they, those men were able to give. But um, I, yeah, I think my biggest regrets are missing them. Probably. I would say Coda is probably third, and then it'd be Duchovelli and YG. There's no taking those away. Facts. Um, just really beautiful writing from those two men. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, it's kind of. I kind of agree with both of you. The the hook's kind of weird. Like it is, it is a bit boring. But for this, it's still a breakup for this track. I feel, um, even with that like scratch track, that's very like that old school production style kind of, um, with it coming in and out. I think it works. But I don't know. I just feel like it, there's just not enough production wise added throughout the whole track to make it interesting from a production standpoint. Um. Again, I think Coda does pretty well here. Uh, there's not really much to see. You've kind of said everything already. Um, like he's clearly improved his writing game, um, and who knows? Maybe he's been drugged out of his head for the last year, um, and it's just, it's gone up a good bit. But uh, I don't know. I like I don't know if it's just I'm not a huge fan. <coughs> pardon me of Static Selector. And like his production style or if it's just too repetitive for me to get into um it's kind of like i'm not i'm not 100 sure but it's still a decent track and coda's coda's writing and all is doing well so yeah um alex i'll let you uh take away for track five featuring hail supreme um, or Haley supreme i'm guessing it's hail supreme. <coughs> yeah sick bro um yeah like this one was just a different kind of refreshing refreshing to hear a different mood and like a sound and also also a feature this point it's just static selector and code of the friend and then this is just having um Haley supreme here um just it's just nice to hear something different um i think for me the track itself was just grand um in context of the project i think it works it gives that gives the listener like just a little bit of something to kind of you know just just an, another soundscape to kind of listen to you know um kind of has a different feel altogether kind of just talk, talking about like code is talking about um you know um talking talking to his girl trying to figure like trying, trying to figure things out and stuff um very simple um i think the hook is really nice it's very simple um but i think it works um and then like i think verse one you can definitely like like you mentioned Kaylin, that kind of like that theme of love and stuff like that um he touches on that a lot i think in verse one he's like w wanting to be available the best way he can and then i think after verse one it's just um Haley Supreme the, the whole way through. I think he does a decent job for the most part. Um, but yeah, like I think mostly it was kind of like mostly a Haley Supreme type track mostly because I think we only have we only, yeah. we only hear one verse from um, from Coda, and it was it was it, it was pretty good. It was it had a kind of soul feel to it, a little bit of a boom bat a boom bat as well. Kind of had that boom bat kind of drum production. But it was it was it was good. It was just refreshing to hear. It's not a track that I would come back to personally, but I think in context of the project, it just works. It's kind of like um, it's just a, another sound, another kind of you know, just just something else, to, like just something to give the listener a little bit more, you know, of, of a different type of vibe of, from from the project, if that makes sense. So it did it it did its thing. It did what it was supposed to do for me. So yeah, that's me, Caleb. Yeah, um, I think this one was almost like a palate cleanser. <laughs> put midway through it and get ready for the next one <laughs> like it just stood out it was not like any other track on it and as you said it's more of a fucking Halle Supreme track than it is a Kota I honestly forgot Kota was on this song <laughs> when I was saying earlier that sometimes you can kind of go into the background of <laughs> like lyrically you can kind of go into the background of a song this one was just the definition of it like it was not even in a bad way it was just kind of you kind of just vibe with the song itself and not really listen you pull a Johnny and just don't listen to lyrics <laughs> man, uh, it's, a, it's an easy life man <laughs> it's fucking great life man <laughs> but yeah um, I thought yeah I thought I don't know what we're saying Hale Hal, Hallie I'm gonna say Hale yeah, um, I thought Hale did a great job uh, on what they were given to do there was a very catchy or catchy track and the production was chill as fuck so um not something i'd intentionally go listen to but as you said alex in the context of the project it was something different short and sweet 
Short and sweet. Sure is not all we can give. Just <laughs> 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 give the review. <laughs> oh man. Um yeah, I uh yeah, agree with what you are saying. I there's one thing I'll I'll I'm gonna put up to the to the room here is uh, I don't know if it's just me, but like his hook felt like it was a bit underwhelming compared to the bridge, like his actual performance. <laughs> I, I don't know if you got this. Like it, it felt like he was not gas, but he wasn't like giving it his all or something. I just I don't know. Um, it, that's what it felt to me. And then he got to the bridge section, which was only four lines, but he felt way more confident on it and way, 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 way more full. He's a lot more laid back, anyways. On the yeah, hook. I, I don't, I, agree with I don't that, know if it's yeah. laid. Like, I, I understand that, like, it feels laid back, but I just feel like it's not hitting properly. <laughs> I don't know if that's just me though. Um, it's a weird, weird layout though with Coda just having one verse and then going like, was it hook verse, hook bridge, hook? It's kind of, it is a very differently out for a track um but it is definitely appreciated like (laughs) to hear another voice to have a 10 track album without a feature is kind of like you you have to kill it you have to be dave or someone to do that you have to be j cole yeah yeah true j cole no features um so it's it's definitely as uh kaylin would say it's a very south dublin thing you know palate cleanser I wasn't expecting that shot <laughs> from both of you, anyway. <laughs> we're, li- we're living good, oh, then. Oh, man. So, yeah, we wouldn't know about that. I much. know, man. <laughs> this lingo, uh, man. This bougie yeah, man. <laughs> Keep up, man. Keep so- up. This is some sorbet for the album. <laughs> That's it, man. Uh, I'll have some caviar with those chips, man. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, well, we go on to uh, the next song, um, What You Saying, and I will... Uh, what You Saying? I will take us away here, boys. Um, so you shall hear what I'm saying first. <laughs> Johnny, shut up, man. Just, Just get to the point, <laughs> I have nowhere to be, but still. <laughs> Uh, I enjoy it. Um, this track, you know, I'm glad we had the the track last time because I don't know, boys. This was a very repetitive song. Um, the hook, like the hook, was very repetitive with the ad libs. Who was it the last day that we were? It was a Conway. We were given out to for the repetitive ad libs. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like I, I did not want. Like you knew what the name of this song was anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't a fan. Like, uh, it, it just felt far too long. Production on the song was just, I, I, I thought it was dead. Um, I, I just didn't enjoy it throughout the whole thing. It was just too repetitive. The the hook didn't land. The ad libs were just not for me. Um, I think Coda's bars are probably still fine from when I was listening. But like, I'm not going back to this track. I just didn't. I just did not enjoy it. Um, Especially after like getting a taster of someone else, you're like expecting it to kind of go back to all right. This is this is sick, but you don't want to go back to a track and be like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, but yeah, Caitlin, what are you saying? Uh, yeah, no, I think this offered very very little um, on both Stag Select part and Koa. To be honest, I think Stag Select more so. I'm gonna blame him for the ad libs because <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> uh, yeah, the hook on this was just not for me. The production <laughs> was below average, and I thought I'd met Cotem, Honestly, I it wasn't terrible. Like I didn't hate it, and as he says in the thing, it takes a lot to hate him. <laughs> but um, I don't know. This one just wasn't it. Even like I think he could have got away with some of these bars in other tracks, but on this one, they just annoyed me. I hope you get in your money. I hope you're setting a sunny, only international shade, veggies and fruit in your tummy. So just little things that where rhyming schemes annoy me at this time. They might not have in the other tracks, but uh, I think of all the tracks so far, this one definitely offered the least. And I wouldn't say I hated it, but in comparison, it's definitely not something I'm gonna come back to. That's fair. Sick boys. Yeah, for me, like I think I had for me, it was just kind of mixed. It was mixed. It wasn't I, like I, I don't think I would say this was 
the worst track on the project so far. Um, but I think for me, um, I think lyrically, I think he was a lot more personal. Um, verse one, kind of touching on his past relationship or relationships. He's like, I'm kind of sorry that you had to see me rise like this and manifest the future in my mind like this. I know it must be hard to see me up. And then further down he goes, um, you hope I'm hurting. Um, I, ho I hope you you great. Just kind of just where he's at and kind of maybe moving on and stuff like that. And then I think for me, actually, the, the hook was, I thought I thought it was decent. Like for me, it was just like Static Selector showing off his chops. I know you guys might have thought it was maybe not, maybe not. Like 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 I thought it worked for what he was trying to do. Um, I think is what one, one thing to note that I agree with you guys. I felt it was just, it, it was very repetitive, but I think it fit um, Coda's performance, if that makes sense. So he was able to work with what is what he has to what you know what he ha he's basically working with what he's had and, he, and he's not he's not he's doing a pretty good job on that um i think one thing though as well like you guys mentioned is like for me just had it was i was super repetitive kind of like repeating piano sounds and then kind of the boom bat aesthetic itself um but overall i thought the track was just okay nothing crazy it was very very chill but i don't think it was that bad like it's not it's just a track you just have in the background that works in context of the project. I'm not going back. I won't go back to it individually. But if it's playing, I'm not going to turn it off or anything. So I think it's it's fine. It's just a, it's just an alright track to be honest. So that's me. Fair, sick. Um, well, Alex, you can take us away for live and direct as well. Sick, bro. Um, yeah, like for me here, I said um, overall this track wasn't bad at all. Um, lyrically, I think he did his thing. Honestly, kind of touching on kind of mental health, dealing with trauma and stuff like that. So, for example, he goes, um, like, like, I think verse one, I, I said here, like, I like his ability to type in and how he's doing mentally. It's very refreshing, even though he's, you know, he he's he's very positive. We can hear that he's still constantly working on it. Um, you know what I'm saying? So maybe he has systems in place and stuff like that to deal with this. Maybe it's it's just writing, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> he goes, Work, working on my mind because it's really now or never. I've been I've been leaving shit behind. I've been dropping the, the vendetta like I'm gonna give it to God and keep keep living. Um, that decision is mine, no friction. I ain't trying to to let my trauma make additional bonds. That was a really really nice line, and and then I feel the hook was a bit too mellow for me. Um, but I I said here it's hard to hate. You know it's hard to hate on this track. Like you know, um, but I think the hook was a, a bit too mellow. But um, I think um. His 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 lyrically did his thing. Verse two, he did it, he killed it again. He goes, me me and my me and my brothers speak about our trauma, ab about emotional damage handed off by our fathers, and then and then further down he goes, I um I spent the be um the better of of a decade chasing dollars um just to boast I I, I was a number one provider. I deprived my like I deprived my my health, you know. Um, lyrically, yeah. it's just there's there's a lot in this, and I really really appreciated it. I think. The the track would have been a little bit better if the production had a little bit more variation though. I think it just got like similar to to before. It's just this kind of common theme that I kind of um, faced with the project at times so far is just the repetitive nature of the production. I feel like if there was a little bit more variety in this track, it could have been a really really nice track. But I I can still appreciate it because like you know he's able to still be vulnerable with us as a listener and still show that you know he's still human even though he's super positive he's still going through stuff which I thought which I, I thought I, I really appreciated in that so I I enjoyed the track but I, it could have been better if there was more variation in the production so that's me on that one, Kaylin. Yeah um yeah similar enough I think comes in it just sounds like a standard enough feel good B but. As you said, it doesn't really change from there. There's not much progression in the production on this one. Um, well, I suppose in most of the tracks up to now, I think the production has kind of been the uh, playing for second place. Like, <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> even like the way it comes in, like the it starts off strong. I think uh, like the feel good vibe of it, even the message that it starts with, there's a place for everything, a place for everyone, a place for every daughter, a place for every son. So starting off with a nice message. I don't know about you, but the fucking first line confused the life out of me. <laughs> the welcome home, like a stationary telephone. <laughs> like as obvious as it is, is it that obvious or is he saying something that I'm just too slow to get? I, I was looking at that bar for way longer than I should have. Uh, 
and then I, I was convinced there was just something I wasn't getting and it would click after, but I think it is just as on the nose as it gets. Um, and then later on in that same verse, he kind of, the way he comes across, he comes across so innocent, but then some of the shit he says, <laughs> I know Johnny likes this one. <laughs> My wood is clean. You can sit down on it if you please. Uh, <laughs> I heard that one, but I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> he just slips, he just slides out in there. <laughs> but um, nah, kind of uh, what you said as well, Alex, verse two, a lot more personal. And yeah, the same bars that you mentioned, kind of when he's touching on, he kind of, uh, like it's so personal, but he almost kind of masks it in his delivery. Mm. That mm, it's for sure. like you can you get like two runs of his songs where if you just don't really listen to it lyrically, you can enjoy it. It's a feel good song, but then when you actually listen to it, specifically verse two, it's uh, it is very personal and uh, obviously touching on his childhood, different types of abuse, and then control issues as well that he's kind of felt throughout his career. So um, yeah, no, it's an interesting enough song. Uh, better than the last one. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I agree with, agree with what you said. Um, yeah, I think verse two offers a lot um, from what Coda said, a lot more personal. Uh, and kind of what, what you just said there as well, Kaylin, like it's, unless you're actively listening, you probably wouldn't get it. You wouldn't, you'd miss mm. it just because he, it's not like he's emphasizing on it either. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see it that way. But, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. Big Static Selector just didn't do it for me, this track, anyway. Uh, it gets too repetitive for me again. Um, it's it's okay, like, but, man, it's just, it's just like four bars, throw it, throw it a coda, you finish it. <laughs> um, it's the kind of way I felt it was again. Because um, it wasn't overly an interesting beat either. It was just fine. But I don't know. Uh, I thought Coda did a good job, though, um, especially with what he was given. <laughs> so... Um, so we're on to Dayglow, and I will take it away for this, boys. So um, I think the hook is a huge change for the, the uh, for the album because I think it's the first one he's actually singing on, um, which is, I don't know, a very nice change for me because he sings in a lot of his hooks on previous tracks and previous albums, and it works. Yeah. Um, and in this one, I just think it, it works really nice just because we're so far so used to a very similar style of hook where it just kind of flows in with the with the verse mm. um and i'll give static select to some credits for this track this, the production was much better on this it felt way more complete um it wasn't just a rinse and repeat for the whole track of a basic beat it was actually well done and it it changes throughout uh verse and chorus and there's a bit of like ins and outs as well um I, I don't know. I think this is probably one of the more enjoyable tracks on the whole album. Um, I really enjoyed it. Just Coda's, Coda's delivery and all works on it as well. Um, mm. Definitely a fucking saviour at this point for me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, that's, I'll, I'll leave it to you, Alex, to dissect it further. <laughs> I'll try, man. No, man, I agree with you, man. The production, like for me, this is one of one of the other tracks that I really enjoyed. Um, the production was full engaging and I think it matched Coda's energy. Like that's that's the that's the thing like for me so far I was kind of kind of struggling with where Coda's like is A1 and then kind of like with with um Sadik Select at points is just not quite there. And like that's where you get a really nice track. And I think here this is this this is the this is where they both were on the same level in terms of what they're bringing to to the listener. And for me personally, I think I just love the production. It was so good. Um I think as well, um, Lyrically, like uh, here I said, yeah, very, very relatable and easy to listen to, as Johnny would say. And then here I think verse one, he's just living life. He's like, every day I'm steady striving to be a better me. I'm got to get up and get um to the pro promises that I made to myself. Um, better health, adding zeros to my wealth. Um, bigger crib for, um, for some space for my kid to run and play. And, and then, uh, like, as you mentioned, Johnny, with the way, like, the his cadence here, and as you said, like, kind of him singing kind of... um. Is is definitely it's definitely good variation from like as as you mentioned, um I thought the the hook was super catchy. I think for me this track is kind of similar to the cold, the cold in terms of the enjoyability of it, 
And then, like, lyrically does this thing as well. Verse 2, he's like, um, I just want a house um, in my city um, with, with a ton of grass, kicking soccer balls um, with my um, kitties whenever summer's back. We, we, we all want to get out of this, this situation. And it was, just, it was just a nice kind of hopeful track as well. I thought it was just a good track, very feel-good, um, very relatable. And yeah, it was just super uplifting and just a good vibe, to be honest. One of, one of, my, one of my favorites as well um, on the project so far. Um, yeah, so Kaelin, I'll pass it to you, bro. Yeah, man, Kaelin, dig into it. <laughs> this song was ass. <laughs> Get out of here, G. <laughs> nah, this, shit, <laughs> this shit was a vibe. This shit bye, was a vibe. It, um, almost straight off, like, something you heard from him last year. It's a summer track, you know. It's just that mellow track you can put on. And then even what he's rapping about, or even, as you said, he sings in this one, which is nice. He can sing. I don't know why he's not doing on the hooks, because it kills it. And it probably is a lot to do with the production, though. As you said, they kind of match each other's energy in this one, so it kind of allows him to open up and actually be himself a bit mm. more. And the other ones, he was kind of showing off his lyrical, or his, uh, his pen game, I think, in this one. He could kind of just be, be a bit calmer, a bit more chilled, and just enjoy himself. Um, and then back to it's kind of taking it back to um how strong he is with his imagery and kind of just painting that real mellow and chill picture of uh whatever he's doing in life like i'm sipping on mimosas watching the coyotes as i'm sparking up the flame in a little town where nobody know my name it like th this kind of shit it's like there's not a whole lot of uh, substance to it but the way he does it it just makes it really enjoyable for sure so um yeah i definitely think this is one of the stronger tracks um even at parts of it when he's uh kind of bragging a bit more on his wealth he always finds a way to <laughs> humble it by bringing his success success back to how he's helping his kid and how he's going to make his kid go far in life um and then other parts like one part i liked as well is i put my ego on the shelf so she loves me for free nice line. i like that that's cool um yeah so a lot of things in this and i think uh credit to status selected for this one i thought he did a good job <laughs> man he didn't get set he joined first for this one <laughs> he did he did i'll give him that um sick uh and second last track of this is sunrise so alex i'll give it to you yeah i think pass you the baton cheers bro um i'll, I'll happily take this one um so yeah like um so this is kind of i feel it's the same type of um similar similar type of um thing i said i mentioned earlier like um previous track and similar to what you, you guys mentioned as well same energy i think for this as well i think it was i think it was it was a little bit of a little bit shorter um than the last track but i think the production was full and vibrant i think it was repetitive but like it still had i think there was just more going on i think it kept me more engaged kind of had like kind of like that that um, kind of choral sample and then the kind of jazz jazzier aesthetic i worked really really well and like just the brass sounds and just it was just really really nice just put together really really well and it for me this one actually kind of felt more like a freestyle it kind of had that feel especially verse two um i think um his his hook was in the pocket um more consistent for me um even though he wasn't really singing he kind of had um when, what he was saying was just really good and it just kind of it was just it was just more complete in, in that regard um, some lines that stood out to me. One line that stood out actually was verse one. He goes, um, "The devil see me coming. He he's soaking like you you you. Um, that's that's him again, helping people out. Um, of the of the fall um fallacies that they that, that be that they be living in. Thought that was a nice line, and yeah, like I think it was just a it was just a nice track. Um, very 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 just it's just very easy to listen to. Um, and it kind of felt more like a freestyle, but I think it worked really well, especially coming. Um, off that high of the last track this kind of kept that high for me um personally i thought it worked really really well so yeah that's that's all i really have um kayla yeah i am um, i really like this track actually i thought you was uh <laughs> shit on it a bit for being repetitive <laughs> to be fair actually i fucked with it oh, big time nice man and honestly it was because it gave me a lot of uh that chicago soulful kind of jazzy hold on let me just rewrite Kanye, my notes after you Lube, said that <laughs> but yeah kanye lupe vic mensa them kind of that kind of aesthetic uh so credit to static again but uh koa even name dropped chicago in his uh when he's running off the different cities that he's in i'm all over new york like metro card is unlimited i'm coming out of cars in los angeles like the trigger is serenade chicago i put a blanket on michigan 
So, um, yeah, I think for this one, you kind of get a glimpse of uh, Co. He's kind of giving himself credit in this one, and it's credit where it's due, so I can respect it. And then Stag, I think uh, he did his thing again in this one. The hook for me was a little bit corny, but I'm going to have a look <laughs> it. wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> I said a little bit it's corny. It's because he started off bad. with the one and then the two. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. I've said it, and I've said it, <laughs> I've said it before, and I'm going to say it every time. If you're doing that in the hook, it's going to be some level that is like whenever if I when I did Corny's a hard word to use, bro. I was like, whenever, whenever, Corny's whenever, whenever, whenever I seen he didn't go three and four afterwards, I was like, all right, he he saved himself. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, that's definitely what did it for me. This could have been a very, very different review. But nah, nah, I like this track. Yeah, no, this track is good. Follows on from the from the last song, I think, in terms of production quality. Um, feels way more complete. It's an interesting beat. It does get repetitive, but it's it, it, he's still doing things with it. He's not just leaving it and letting it die. Um, <laughs> it's and it's it's a more complete production. Like uh, letting it die. He's doing a good job this time. Um, uh, yeah, he's not singing on this hook, but I still enjoy it. I think he's kind of like what you said, Alex, in the pocket for it, so he, he works well. Um, it's just a feel good track. Um, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of what you said about the last song, Galen. It's just kind of like, it's just that feel good summary coda, <laughs> um, which is what got me. Well, got me onto him first, anyway, and got and well, you you're the one that said it, but that's what got me into him. That that kind of sound. So it's nice mm. to hear it, um, especially when the track's called Sunrise. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I was actually shocked this wasn't the first track on <laughs> Yeah. And then, yeah. It, was, it doesn't start yeah, with sunrise, sunrise and sunset, end with sunset. Yeah. Yeah, someone needs to have a word about that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I enjoyed the track in a way. But um, at least he put this track last. <laughs> um, and Kaylin, you can take it away. Yeah. Uh, sunset. For this one... I liked it, but I had mixed feelings about it every time I listened, kind of. But um, I think overall I did kind of enjoy it towards the end. So he kind of finishes off with, a, I suppose, a more Brooklyn sound. Um, remembering Brooklyn, kind of growing up there. Uh, it's, again, a feel-good track. I think Koa did his thing in it, like just why he's kind of spitting on Brooklyn and the different uh, memories he has of it. This remind me of a summertime in a Ford 99 tournaments, niggas flooding the courts, some beating heavy, a Chevy pull up and sit by the hydrant, rosary and the visor, rinse, burning the tires. Like it's, for him, it's just imagery. That's mm. all he's trying to do is just put that image into your head and I like mm. it. Um, I feel like this one, in the hook as well, I kind of, when you're listening to it, it's almost like he's talking from an earlier point in his life. Like he's saying like, he's made mistakes, but don't worry, mama, I'm gonna find my mm. way. But it's just how he is. It's again, he's humble. He's kind of like he's not afraid to admit that he still has a long way to go and he's willing to progress. So it's just shit like that that kind of makes me really appreciate an artist like this because there's not a lot. A lot of people kind of get to a point that they know they've made it and can just accept that they are the best. But he's always saying that he's willing to work harder to get better. And he's always giving credit to his kid as well. So. A good track to end on for that. Message-wise, I like this one. And uh, just the Brooklyn sound and reminiscing in Brooklyn, I thought that was a nice touch as well to finish off the sick. album. Sick, Alex. sick, man. Um, yeah, like, I think for me, it's kind of similar to you, Caitlin. I think for me, production, the orchestral, theatrical soundscapes work really, really well. The drums were kind of more prominent um, throughout the track. Um, lyrically, again, like you said, he just does his thing. Um, he's like, first one, he's like, made it past the gangbangers, hoes, and the and, and the dope friends. Even even when I'm sipping, I'll, I'll keep it, I'll keep it low-key. Like, that's, sorry, even when I'm shining, I'll keep it low-key. Like, like, like you mentioned, that kind of humble, humbleness about him was just really refreshing. And it's kind of counter, counter-cultural in a way, because, you know, when people make it, they tend to flex a little bit, but he's kind of, it's just, it's just a nice line. And I think for me, the hook kind of felt more like a refrain. Um, I think it works, but it kind of felt more like a refrain. It wasn't an issue, but it was just, it it, it still worked for the most part. Um, verse two then is like, um, he's like, I do it for the kids in the shelter that never um, caught a break. And the dude in the corner, um, because we, we are all the same. And then further down, he's like, 
hustle was was religion. I wasn't thinking about rap. And now we on jets for the world play, packing out um, houses on the Thursdays. I was like, that's nice. That's a nice flex there. Um, yeah, overall, I thought the track track was pretty good. Um, nice way to end the project. And yeah, I think he did his thing for the most part. Yeah, so that's me, Johnny. Sick. Yeah, I um, kind of agree with what you boys are saying. I uh, think, again, the beat is nice on this. This is definitely a lot more repetitive than the last two tracks. Um, but the only reason I give him credit for the re- repetition in this over the the repetitive tracks earlier is this is a lot more of a complete sound again. Um, mm. The horns and instruments and whatnot it makes it just seem a lot more fuller, whereas some of the other beats were just uh, not for me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's a, it's a nice way to end the end the project. Kind of what you said, Alex. It is a refrain. I, I liked. I kind of liked that hook though. I think it worked. Um, mm worked well i think the outro on this is nice as well um so yeah i don't know i think it's a decent way to end the project uh personally anyway um but yeah need to talk to coda's manager whoever about the that that placement of sunrise not good enough (laughs) um so we'll 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 give our give our verdicts anyway boys um what we liked what we didn't like you know the love and the hate so um, i'll start off with you alex sick bro um yeah i think for me this this project was pretty good i think i i probably actually i don't know what i'm saying but um uh like i really i really enjoyed this project for the most part i think coda definitely his pen game was is definitely not i would maybe not even say that he's improved they just showed showed me a different side because like even from the last project like i mentioned lyrically was just something where i felt it was kind of too chill the whole time but i think here he kind of explored certain things and he kind of just showed showed off his pen and he actually does he he can he can um he definitely can wrap his ass off and he can definitely get get conscious and even more kind of describe what he's trying to say and and do it really really well like you mentioned Caleb, taking a simple thing and just having a different take on it and also just being able to flex and still being able to be humble about it is just it's just such a refreshing thing to hear from from a rapper especially i think um some, some of my favorite tracks um were sunrise the cold and um day glow and i think one thing that i would say with this project is i feel like it's it was a little bit in terms of production it was a little bit a little bit more inconsistent i feel like with i don't know with a little bit more variation this project i would have scored it really really high i think it was it had that potential um, but at the same time, I think it just fell short with the production for the most part. But I think it's still there's, de- there's definitely still a few tracks I would go back to, like the ones I mentioned. So I gave this between six and six and a half out of ten for that. So that's me. Sick, Kalen. Kalen. Yeah, fair. Um, yeah, similar enough. I think uh, with this, you kind of get, as you said, a different side of Koto, but he's kind of keeping himself on a leash. Like he doesn't want to delve too far out of his comfort zone. It's not a million miles from anything else we've heard from him, but obviously there is aspects that he kind of he's a bit heavier in, like his pen game. Um, I think because of that, it's just kind of like a a comfort thing with him. You kind of know what you're getting from him. It's never going to be a bad album, but for me personally, anyways, it's never going to be make one of my favorite albums. Like it's never going to get an album of the year from me when I'm listening to a Kota project just for the style that it is. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's just when you know what you're getting from an artist, but you still want to listen to it, it mm. says a lot. Um, so what he does is kind of, you know what to expect, but he does it extremely well. And again, like he does simple better than a lot of artists. Uh, on top of that, I think working with a producer, I think, as he said, he needs to be a bit more creative. Like Co is a simple enough artist lyrically, even though he wasn't necessarily as simple as we usually see him. I think we do need a bit more from the production. It was repetitive at points. It wasn't bad, but it was repetitive at points. Um, but yeah, I think overall I did enjoy pretty much every track on this. I obviously had we all had comments on each one, but um, I'd probably give it a seven out of ten. Fair. And my favorite tracks would be Day Glow and Sunrise. Fair. Sick. Um, yeah, kind of. Um, this project, well, it was the second this year, and Coda's already he said he's releasing another album this year. So that's <laughs> no, he's probably going to saturate himself <laughs> soon, but um, hopefully not. At least his uh, his writing ability is getting better. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's um, for this one. 
like I agree with what you said there, Kaylin. With if he's working with a producer, the producer needs to put in a lot more legwork than I think Static did. Um, I don't know. I just I wasn't a fan. I don't know. It's just that old that old school thing. I don't really like with the the repetitive nature of some some producers. Um, but for the most part, I wasn't a fan. There was a couple tracks like we we already discussed that were that I enjoyed, but for the most part, I wouldn't have been a fan of production. Um, I think Coda did a pretty good job for the most part. There was a few times where his delivery was a bit, maybe not as, uh, maybe kind of matched the production in a bad way. But uh, yeah, I still think it was pretty good, pretty decent project. You kind of, like what you said, you expect, you know what you're getting from Coda most of the time, that kind of chilled out um, vibe, summary, modest and easy to listen to. Um, so yeah. I would say my yeah my two favorite tracks are probably the exact same day glow and sunrise and I'd give this a six out of ten. So sick, bro. Yeah, fair. That's me. Any anything else to add, fellas? Nah, man. That's no, us. all good. It's, all good. It's us dead. That's a notes are notes are done. Talking's finished. <laughs> <laughs> um. So until until next time, you know. <laughs>